0: On May 2nd, 2017, Kelly Oxford appeared in the Bram and Bluma Appel Salon with Jess Allen to promote her book When You Find Out, The World Is Against You, and Other Funny Memories About Awful Moments. She was hilarious, spoke in front of a packed crowd. Check it out here. Hey, listen, I'm going to take a gamble right now. If you're here, you know precisely who Kelly Oxford is. So let's get down to brass tacks and welcome the New York Times bestselling author who is smart and sincere, who is endearing and engaging, and a social media uh, maverick up onto the stage, and let's get down to business, huh? Yeah. Uh, You look uh, wonderful tonight. Thank you. I saw you earlier today. You were on the social and you're wearing a different outfit. I changed a few times today. This is what you have to do. That was really thoughtful. Yeah. Thank
1: you. (laughs) Presuming it was for me. I don't think it was. Um, It was for you. First of all, I need to snap everybody. Wow. Because I need to show everybody why I needed to have a bath before I came here tonight. This will prove it. This is why I needed a bath. Wow. This is why I needed a bath. And a coffee in the bath because I've been up since 2.30 a.m. LA time. Thanks, guys. Wow. That's very thoughtful. Thanks, guys. That's great content. (laughs) You all looked really hot.
0: Okay. So I want to get something out of the way before we talk about uh, your extraordinary second book, and it's a bit heavy. And then I promise we will lighten things up. F, marry or kill? Do you oh. know the game? Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. I'm very good at this game. I might be a master. Jordan Belfort, Wolf of Wall Street. Frank Abagnale Jr., Catch Me If You Can. Oh. And Jack Dawson, if he survived, <laughs> Titanic. F. Marry or kill? Who would you choose? Oh, Jesus.
1: <laughs> um, F, catch me if you can.
0: Interesting. Oh,
1: Someone yeah. I said, yeah. Okay, okay. Somebody. somebody gets my vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Catch me if you can. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. And then kill Wolf of Wall Street, marry Jack Dawson. Clearly. You guys, I
0: nailed that. Yeah, yeah. Please. <laughs> A
1: round of applause.
0: <laughs> Okay, one more. Uh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Pretty Woman characters. I know oh. you love the film. You've yeah. seen it probably Well, it's several times. Yes. Maybe a hundred. Maybe a hundred. Uh, and I'm not including Jason Alexander's swarmy Same, character because you. it's too easy. <laughs> it's too easy. I was though. like, wait, that, that's, yeah, who that you'd one, be, that's that's who, that's who you who you'd kill. kill. That's who you kill. So Edward Lewis, uh, yeah. Richard Gere, Vivian, obviously Julia. No last name required. Yeah. And the hotel's oh, Barney yeah, Thompson, who is played by the incredible actor Hector Elant Elizondo.
1: I would probably marry him. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's very difficult. <laughs> um, I would definitely end up killing Richard Gere because he is
0: Yeah. Right? Because it's Julia. Yeah. I'm sorry. I think you did the right thing okay, here. Thank you, thank you. You, you, you definitely thank you, thank did you, thank the you. right thing.
1: Okay, thank you. That was a really <laughs> That was a mind fuck, that one.
0: <laughs> sorry. Sorry about that. I'm gonna keep that to a minimum. I promise right off the bat. Mic'd right there too. Okay. And quickly, just... Well, I'm gonna try and get her to do that so as no, much no, 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 no. No one needs it. No one needs it. So, so, so book, book tours are an incredible thing, but yep. they're also... also uh, there's so much grind involved. You haven't stopped yes. for a long time. Is there a question that you dread? Answering 12 times a day just so I can scratch it off my list? Um,
1: yes, there is. And I feel bad saying it no. because everybody asks the question.
0: But now you can say it and it'll just hopefully everyone it'll will find die. out. Uh,
1: how, how do you know when, what to share and what not to share on social media?
0: Oh, snap. Okay, let's just <laughs> remove that one. Okay, it's related anyway. Okay. That's enough with the hardball questions. Okay. Just gonna have a quick little drink. We're gonna get down now to business.
1: Drinky, get a little drinky in. Let's you guys talk had about... your drinks. I'm yeah, not there gonna we go. There we go. Drinking. Okay, there's a few. Let's people. relax. Not enough, let's, not enough. Not let's enough. Let's talk not doing... about
0: when you find out uh, the world is against you. It's your second book, mm-hmm. and I kind of and I know you've been asked this before, but I want to have a personal answer in front yes, of all of us. you. Yes, just for you. How different is it to put on a different writing cap, or how oh. difficult is it to put on a different writing cap? You're writing uh, screenplays, you're working yeah. on TV pilots, and then you're writing this book. Yeah. Is it Tricky? No, it's nice because when you
1: get sick of it, it feels like school. Like write, being a writer feels like school. It feels like every night is Sunday night before a book report is due, and you haven't started your book report. <laughs> That's what it feels like every single day. And it's nice when it isn't a book report and it's it's an essay, or it's you know what I mean. Like yeah. switching up the the medium is really nice to be able to do. So what? It isn't difficult at
0: all. Really?
1: No. Wow! No, because one's just like dialogue and visuals, and then the other is like the nitty gritty getting into the visuals and describing everything. So they're very different.
0: And then writing memoir style pieces, that's... That's where uh, you do
1: all the details. That's where you all do all the details. Yeah. yeah. And you get to sort of gloss those over
0: in in script writing. Wow. Yeah. So uh, one of my favorite chapters, uh, Keeping Score in the new book, I I laughed out loud when I read uh, your description of your son, Henry. Who's 13 yes. now, but I'm sure yeah. he was uh, probably Little four guy. years younger. Yeah, he was, yeah. yeah, and you described him as being part Ferris Bueller and yeah. part Max Fisher from Rushmore. Yes. if you guys know that character, yeah. and that was to me just a light bulb went out, and I was like, Oh, you oh, know I, that kid. I clearly know who yeah, this kid is. Yeah, you know that kid. Yeah. But have you ever done that to yourself, like with fictional oh, characters? With who I
1: am? Yeah. Um, yes. I'm uh, Cameron Fry from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. (laughs) I almost got you again. Um, (sighs) A little bit Cher Horowitz um, from (laughs) Clueless because I'm a bit of a control freak and very optimistic when I don't really have a reason to be optimistic. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry,, Keep going. Um, and Charlie Brown, maybe, but that 's Cameron
0: Fry, <laughs> yeah, very similar, yeah they 're very similar now, uh, the chapter on boys, first of all, how many people have had a chance to read the book so far? Oh, okay, wow. yeah, so I just want to know how much that's I need a lot. to to preface it 's very good, and everyone 's clearly going home with a book tonight. Um, so there's a chapter on boys and the body shop, and this is where you come to terms with the fact that when you were a teenage girl, you may have like stalked uh, teenage boys, and yes. you became obsessive, and you chronicled yes. this in your diary, and it's very entertaining, and, and you have a, a great conversation with your, your daughter, Salinger, yeah. Sal, and you're kind of worried, like you want her to read your, your diary and sort of yeah. suss out, like, is she is obsessive as I am, and she seems to be okay. Yeah, she's okay. Yeah, she's
1: way. She's got a firm grip on life that I didn't have when I was. But,
0: but is that still the same now? Because that yeah. was would have been. She's still okay. Oh yeah, she's fine. So help that's It's so weird. Explain this to me then, because I, I have no idea. I think it's because she's a Taurus. That's possible. <laughs> it's possible. I don't know what the the characteristics I of the Taurus are. I think that's But what are the characteristics? Like of a Taurus? grounded, steadfast, like
1: stuff. Like stuff, like likes items, like you know, like Physical clothes stuff. and like looking like aesthetically good, like. And I'm a Sagittarius, which is like woo, fun, let's go party and adventure and do a bunch of.
0: But that so. wouldn't seem like you'd be an obsessive character when you were like, like when I read that, I was like, yeah, I was really crazy. But, but I think you
1: just thought this girl no, was crazy.
0: <laughs> no, I actually dug up my diary. Oh, you and I did was like every were single day. It was a a, a, boy, a boy, the same boy for like a year, and I yeah, think that about was like mine. that wasted time, and know, and you it was really so hit much. home such wasted it time. It was so stupid. Why wasn't I studying? But do you think it's. All I was doing
1: was studying Mike McGill. <laughs> That's all I was doing. So stupid! Such an idiot.
0: Do you think there's any chance it's generational and not just oh. astrology? Based? No, because I think my I think my son does it, and he's a Sagittarius. Oh, it's true then. <laughs> it's true. Astrology Close debunked. Close that chapter up. We right figured here. it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, my favourite chapter uh, is Good Guy Gone, and this right. is a, a, a very uh, emotional chapter. You write about yeah. the passing of a dear family friend, yeah. John Binder, and you go back and forth between childhood memories, uh, spending with him and his family and you and your family growing up, uh, and that sort of goes back and forth between uh, the grieving process and the actual right. funeral. Um, and you decide to take B, your, yes. your youngest daughter, to the funeral, and there's a moment... Uh, that really was quite touching. She starts crying fake tears because she sees everyone else yeah. crying, and, uh, and she's she, so good at crying. Oh my fake God! Fake tears.
1: tears? It's so weird. I really want to cash in on it, but I don't want to be one of those people. Who puts Maybe their that's kids something TV, to consider. But like, she can cry on command.
0: Didn't you? You even offer her like, like a she's fake, crying? Yeah.
1: No, she can. She just like looks emotionally just ruined. Like on command. If I'm like, can you just cry and show my friend you can cry, and she just is like, she can can fully do it. it. She can fully do it. And that was one of the first times I ever saw her do it. Was at that funeral, and I knew she was faking it, but it was so good. It would be so interesting. Yeah. It was so good in the face. I was just like, wow. Like this kid's a psycho.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Careful. (laughs) Thank you. My. uh brother and, and sister-in-law took my four-year-old nephew, Ben, to a funeral very recently, yeah. and I thought they were out of their minds. A right. four-year-old. Right. This is nuts. Right. And uh, it was the best thing that they ever did. It, it, instead of fake crying, he fake laughed. There was a beautiful yeah. tribute, and yeah. uh, he saw all the adults and heard all the adults laughing. Yeah. And he was like... <laughs> <laughs> laughing this is like, you don't get that <laughs> joke. You don't even know what this person yeah, is. Yeah, they don't know. They don't know. So That's how did so you know to bring a kid? Because it was a decision you made. You said your well, dad on the phone. kids are the
1: greatest like, drug that you can have. I love kids so much, and little kids. And they're just so, they're so pure and so honest, even if they're doing things that really disturb you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're just you know the greatest medication for anybody. So bringing a child to a funeral is actually a, a smart idea. <laughs> it's helpful for people, I think. Did you
0: have any doubt? No. no and no doubts about being. No. What about other people's kids?
1: Oh, well, I I tune them out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very good at tuning out things. After having three kids and being a parent for 16 years,
0: you can turn out. Yeah, tune it doesn't. Other
1: people's kids don't bother me. Kids, a uh, a baby could be crying beside me on a plane a whole flight, and I have no idea it's going on. I don't need alcohol. I don't need anything. I'm just. I think, I think other mothers uh, agree with me. If you've, you've been a mother for more than like five years, it's just like you're done with hearing kids. It's like I can tune it out because that's how I survived for the last five years, was tuning out my children.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Very controlled. Uh, now, this is also the chapter where we learn about your parents' divorce. Yes. And uh, you write that it might be more difficult as an adult than This is allergies.
1: A... I'm not crying.
0: Okay. <laughs> This is pure allergy season. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, so, you write It might be more difficult as an adult to deal with uh, parental divorce than, than I mean, as a kid, as a child. I'm
1: questioning it. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Because I didn't go through it as yeah. a kid, but definitely as an adult, it was very difficult to wade through what my mom was feeling, what my dad was feeling, what they both needed from me because I'm their kid, and they both, you know, like needed stuff from me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, 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 I'm the,
0: I'm the baby. Mm-hmm. Why are you you're, coming you're to me? You're not supposed to
1: come to me. You're supposed to be assuring me that things are fine, even though I'm a full-grown yeah. fucking adult. I don't <laughs> need you to be my mom and dad. But I think because we are all adults, they sort of like lost the, the parental. You know, perimeters around everything, and became friends with me, which I was like, ooh, yeah, ooh, I can't talk you through how mad you are at dad. Yeah, that's fucking weird. Yeah, you can't yeah. be the sounding board no. for, for hearing call that. call a girlfriend. Have some yeah. wine. <laughs> not me. Yeah, not me. Yeah, I'm busy with three kids, and I'm moving to California. That's basically what I said. Yeah, we'll I was deal a terrible daughter.
0: Well, I don't know about terrible, I mean, but you had to. You I had left to... the country. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I did give her my house for six months, so that was nice of me.
0: That's a good daughter. Yeah, that's a good daughter. That's a good daughter. Yeah, but you have to kind of think about yourself, and I think in a in a situation like that, that can be, yeah, you're the kid. Yeah, I was the kid. Your parents need to. Yeah, they they needed
1: to just pull up those bootstraps. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, A twenty thirteen interview that I watched recently was on CBC. You said, I really don't like to write about transition right now because I really like perspective so that you right. sort of have that time and distance to better understand sure. what a story is. And, and you know that was bang on, that makes so much sense. But do you feel pressure to share things that maybe you're not ready to share? Um, I feel
1: pressure with myself to share things that I'm not ready to share, like stories. Like I know I wanna write about... Um, You know, splitting up from my husband, and you know, dating, and all of those things. But I have no idea what that, what that looks, what that looks like. I'm just at the beginning of that. But I feel like pressure to already have a story about it, where I'm just sort Mm -hmm. of in the middle of the story of it. Yeah, yeah, for sure, I do.
0: And you're able to sort of uh, handle that. Internalize it. Fine. Yeah,
1: I don't know. If Does it's it eat fine. Away? Yeah. yeah, it eats away at yeah. me a little bit. I'm like, okay, do I? Can I make something weird happen? Yeah. 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 No, yeah. I can't make something weird happen. I would ruin my life.
0: <laughs> gives you a, a. It gives me
1: a great story, though. It gives you a great story. Gives me another book right away.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. An, entire <laughs> An entire book. book uh, An entire Potentially. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you know how New York is always sort of called the fifth character in Sex in the City? Yeah. They call it like the fifth. Uh, says the four ladies. Yeah. So anxiety is almost like a character in this book yes. for you. It's yes. like, you know, preparing for earthquakes, James having an affair with a guy who powders his balls. We'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, work, dying in your sleep, bumps in your armpits. Yeah. But you say you never... And this is where we're getting to that yeah. dreaded question, but uh, you say you never <laughs> get anxious about social media, like not yeah, even I the know. trolls. Just yeah, help, me, help me understand that. Oh, it makes me uh, want to smoke and drink, and <laughs> the idea of it, it destroys. Every, me. Uh,
1: I I don't think there's anything wrong with smoking and drinking. I don't need a reason to do any of I that. shit. Just, um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the trolls and things. They really bothered me at the beginning. I think if you don't get it a lot, it's more huh. daunting. Yeah, like if you only get it a few times, it's really it's really like a a terror thing but once you get it uh, like a few thousand times it's you're just like whatever it's nice yeah. um, i think the first few times that i got really crazy messages i addressed them right away and told and asked the person like why would you say this to me and their response was always ha ha, oh my God, I can't believe you responded. Oh my gosh. And then I'm like, oh, so this is all bullshit. Like, you really don't hate me. Like, yeah. you just wanted me to respond to you. And then they're like, follow me. And I'm like, what? Wait a minute. You just told me I'm a bitch. Like, you want me to follow you now yeah. because I'm talking to you? We're friends now. It's like, no. So, so once you go through that, like maybe a dozen times, like I'm not even... It's not hyperbole, like a dozen times people doing that exact scenario after calling you a bitch or saying you're an unfunny whore or whatever they're saying, um, it's just, it's all noise. It doesn't matter. It's just I just figure they're very sad people yeah. that are just bored and on their computer and genuinely don't think that people are reading these, these mentions to yeah. whoever they're sending them out to on Twitter. And they just send I them They I just bored people. Bored people. Yeah. Th- so they don't... But, like Bored people, like, sure, send it at me. Don't send it to somebody
0: that's gonna be hurt oh by God. it. I don't care. That's... A, well, here's the thing. Do you like, get... Don't send it to you. it. D- one of I, my I people
1: d- sent you one, I'd be like, no, send it to me. Oh I'm okay gosh. with it. Oh my gosh.
0: That is like taking a bullet. That oh, is... Oh, I would do it. Yeah. I'm not that's ready for That's how I get it. into heaven. Oh my gosh. <laughs> It's true. Oh my gosh. I hope this isn't an invitation for people to troll me right now, because then anyway... But it's okay. Uh, I'll spin it around onto me and then I'll get into acting. Do you, do you get protective of uh, loved ones, friends, or people that you know on Twitter? Uh, but they're not on Twitter. Because like My family, they're not on, online.
1: Nobody's online. But my friends who are like famous yeah. who are online, no, they can handle
0: it. They can handle it. Yeah, they can handle it. James Franco, for example? Yeah. You've recently worked with he's, him. He's not on
1: social he's media He's not anymore. on social
0: media at all. He, His he, Instagram used to be so good. I
1: know, I know. He went offline. Did he tell you why? Yeah, but I'm not gonna share it with everybody here.
0: <laughs> Can you give us any, like a little James Franco?
1: He's... A little bit of something? He's just like a... He's a great guy. I worked with him on uh, The Disaster Artist last year. Um, which is coming out this year, and I was hired by Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg to be the on-set writer of the movie, um, which is basically a hero's job, because you just go to the set every day, and as they're acting, you're like, oh, you know it would be funny if you said this, and that's your whole job. And then um, James put me in the movie, so I'm in the movie for a little bit. Yeah, which is great. But he's like the greatest he's he's amazing. He's like an amazing collaborator, an amazing friend. He's just like a really smart, curious he's like the person at the party who's asking everybody questions. Yeah. 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 Yeah,
0: Yeah, he's great. James Franco. James Franco. Just a small yeah. James Franco. Just a little a little bit. (laughs) I love James Franco so much. (laughs) Oh my gosh. He's Uh, great.
1: <laughs> he's great and he's obsessed with my kids too. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, we have like dinners together and he's just like see you later Kelly and he just sits with His the hands kids. He out with the kids. Oh my god, they they yeah.
0: Did they know the it's teens. James Franco? Yeah, like, they know. Yeah. 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 Did they change their behavior at all? No. No. no they're, they're not B better. Does.
1: B gave him so much shit. I will tell you one thing that she did. Yes. He came over with um and he, and he was doing all the votes for the Oscars and he wanted to know who they, were. they wanted to vote for the Oscars. And we got to best actor and B leaned over the couch and she goes, we should vote for James Franco. <laughs> and he looked over at her and he's like, oh, well, and she goes, oh, you're not nominated this year?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Guess we can't vote for you. <laughs> Wow. That's my
1: eight-year-old.
0: That's your eight-year-old. <laughs> yeah. That's what you have to deal with. I have very
1: good friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad they stick around after that.
0: Uh, Lena Dunham, uh, she wrote a book, uh, Not That Kind of Girl. She was actually here, I think, a year or two ago now up here sitting uh, uh, and discussing that book. And do you, does anyone here remember the pebble incident? Well, yes. she wrote what I thought was a fine, a very funny, it was a bit. great story. It was one of my favorite me parts too, of, the book. of the
1: whole book. Yeah. Okay. Me too. Because I, uh, I read it like uh, months before me, this thing came before out. Before it came out. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, you guys know the story, the Pebble Story. Ugh. Essentially, she's writing about her little sister, their kids, they're playing on a driveway, they're discovering their bodies. Yeah. She's wearing uh, a diaper.
1: There's pebbles in her diaper. Yeah.
0: Her Ugh, little sister so gets, stupid. as kids are wont to do, get some pebbles in her vagina. And yes. and there's this whole situation where Lena helps get him out. Yeah. Anyway, Anyway, uh, I I immediately thought, oh my gosh, so many. I never had pebbles in my vagi- vagina, but similar stories, right? Uh, embarrassing sand. stories, sand stuff, playing stuff like that. all that stuff. And um, uh, a, a lot of right wing people. There's a guy freaking out over there, right? It's <laughs> okay. Hey! No, seriously, let me just. No.
1: Yeah. Oh, you have a three-year-old. You get it. Okay. You get it. You're discovering a you vagina it. in so many ways you yeah. didn't even know. You didn't even know about a vagina until you had a three-year-old daughter. Now you're just like, holy shit, these things are incredible. <laughs> <laughs> so much cleaning. Why do we circumcise boys when girls have this whole environment in there? Storage space. Oh my God.
0: It's incredible. Oh. Don't even remember what the question is. <laughs> oh yeah, the, there was a lot of outrage. People and this this news story lasted disgustingly, disgustingly. Still
1: say that she's a, molester a child her molester. She molested they say, her yeah. sister. They they uh, it it was horrific. Nonstop. When people find out we're friends, they're like, "You're friends with a child molester." No way. Online, online. These people are. There's still story for yelling. Yeah, no. They're still at that. They're still at that. I mean, that's the only thing they know about Lena Dunham.
0: She's a child molester. Is this she's a child molester.
1: Holy shit. It's crazy. Does... People are dumb. They voted Trump in.
0: That's... Oh, we're, we're getting there. We're getting yeah. there. <laughs> but does But does that kind of reaction from what I thought was a... And you clearly yeah, thought a was great a great story. A, a great story. Does that paralyze you? Does it ever no. make you... No. No? No. That doesn't even make you anxious? No. Because I've always got the
1: backup of my editors. <laughs> who were out here, who would definitely be like, you might wanna think about this, um, which I didn't really get in this book at all. I don't think. There were a few times. A few times. I know in the first book it was AIDS, okay? I'm th- that's my, my editor, Kate, from, from HarperCollins. I remember she, she called me one day and she was like, um, Kelly, you might wanna take out how many times you mentioned AIDS in the book? I think it's 37. <laughs> and I was like, oh, isn't that not a lot for a book with 90,000 words? <laughs> She's like, no, it's kind of a lot. So I was like, okay. So, yeah, I've got backup. I just <laughs> write freely, and if there's something crazy, she'll tell me.
0: Um, the chapter called uh, There Is a Man Who Powders His Balls, was that yeah. a chapter that your editor sort of got a little no. funny about? She was fine. Can yeah. you can you let the audience know what went down in that chapter without giving away no. like, the juicy ball bits?
1: Um my husband told me that he understood what it was like to be a woman which made me really mad. Um and then he proceeded to tell me that at the gym there was a man who was basically um you know staring at him while he powdered his balls in the <laughs> <laughs> after a workout in the um, locker room. And he would make eye contact. And I was like, but you're making eye contact with the guy who's powdering his balls. Yeah. Yeah. So, so he felt objectified. He felt his body was being objectified. He said when he changed, this guy would stare at him and was, would smile at him and was interested in him, basically. And he was like, this is what women must feel like all the time when they walk down the street because the way he leers at me is the way I imagine women get leered at all the time by men. In the change room. In yeah. the ch- anywhere the street. He got a, street. a full glimpse of that. He got a full...
0: He thought he did. Was... <laughs> he thought he did. <laughs> he got a glimpse of something. He got a glimpse of something. But maybe not a complete picture. Was he nervous about you including... This story? No. He didn't care at all. He doesn't care No. <laughs> he doesn't care at totally all. Totally fine. He's just
1: like, whatever. Do whatever you want with He's your life. He's used to it. He's used to it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, okay. I'm gonna switch gears a bit because uh, I've heard that you are working on a talk show with uh, the producer of from yeah. Spotlight. Uh, well, maybe. Maybe? Well, maybe. I mean, we're trying. You're but trying. it's such a hard
1: environment to start any anything like a talk show, it's very difficult. But it would be amazing. Can
0: you tell us, like, if it, I would want, to what do, would it be like? What it would, would it be look like, like a
1: town hall type of show with a moderator, um, and it would be uh, topics like, what's it, what's it actually like to be Muslim in America? What's it actually like to be a sixteen-year-old girl in America and have groups of people come in and just talk and vent the same way that, um, you know, Not Okay happened on Twitter where everybody got a voice and everybody got to be heard, we would wanna do the same thing with a talk show. Wow. With like a late night show.
0: Would you host
1: it? No.
0: You wouldn't host it? I'd just it. produce it. You'd just produce it? I'd just like, tinker. No interest in hosting it? No, we'd have to get a star. What the fuck?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We'd have to get a star, we'd have to get somebody fabulous to do it.
0: Again, so. uh, anyway. Um, not okay hashtag. Uh, for those who don't know, but I'm sure everyone does, it, it rose out like a phoenix of the from the disgusting ashes of that conversation that Donald Trump had with Billy Bush, uh, where they exchanged information about um, sexually assaulting women.
1: Yeah.
0: And you saw that mm. uh, and you heard it and and you shared a three of your own sexual assaults on on Twitter. And more than forty million people responded with theirs, which is uh, an extraordinary yeah. thing to have to have happened. Um, did it cause you anxiety? Um, because that's forty million. Like I know, uh,
1: anxiety is not the right word for it. Paralysis is maybe a better word for it. I couldn't move for two days. Really? Yeah, I just was just red. Oh my god! I just, my, I just stayed in bed, and people brought me food.
0: <laughs> really?
1: <laughs> yeah. Because it was nonstop. Because I couldn't stop reading it. Because I felt like there, everybody was sending Spun. me these stories, and and I couldn't stop reading them because that would be mean. So, I just kept reading them, and, um, you know, and as it went viral, trying to get the media involved, um, just so that it would. It, blow up and become, you know, bigger than just people sending me things online, which it did. You know, the New York Times had it on the cover and and I was on a bunch of news programs and and PBS NewsHour and a ton of things. So yeah, but it was really intense. And all of my friends were like, this is a great thing. You're doing such a great thing. I'm like, yeah, but like, just take my phone for five minutes and live it. And Give it back to me, and everybody sort of lasted like 30 seconds, and they were like, We don't want They them. couldn't do it. We can't they read couldn't that. Do it. Yeah, we can't read that.
0: Do you still get them, or is, there, or is there anything, I guess, like that was just such an overwhelming response? And as you said, yeah. New York Times, uh, all the, the yeah. news channels that you were on, uh, I guess, what next? Like, how does oh, that, what happens? I don't know. I think I'm still stuck on that. Yeah. And
1: talking about that, and, and I'm really interested in. You know, trying to change the dialogue from what girls can do to protect themselves to talking to young boys about because I don't think I don't think men are inherently bad, and I don't think that men set out to um, hurt women. I just think that there's a culture of women are, are objects, whether there's alcohol involved with men drinking or not alcohol, women are objects that we can sometimes touch if we feel like touching. And, and I'm, I think that we just have to start talking to boys about sexuality and talking to boys about objectification of women, mm-hmm. and we haven't been teaching young boys those things, instead we've been telling girls not to wear short shorts. Which um, I didn't really notice until my kids. My two oldest kids are um, an almost 16 year old girl and a 13 year old boy. And even just the way I was raised, I started, you know, as they were getting older, I started thinking, like, oh, my daughter's buying an underwire push up bra. Wow. You know, and I'm just like, oh, what's going on here? And then I'm like, no, 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 I should be talking to my son. And so it's just a matter of sort of undoing. The way that we were all raised wow.
0: to see things, you know? So, what do those conversations with Henry look like? And Henry is. Th- Henry's 13, 13, so I'm just really yeah, lightly. Yeah, that's. Because
1: he's not there yet. No. He's like eight months away. Like, I know it's yeah. eight months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm watching and I'm like, he's getting closer, he's getting wow. closer, but yeah. Wow. Yeah.
0: Um, you said uh, recently in an Ask Kelly. Oxford thing, I think it was on a Facebook live that uh, you were sick of seeing that family, and you were going to cancel your cable. That family being, uh, I believe, the Trumps, and you did. I canceled. You canceled your cable. I have no
1: TV. I have no TV. I haven't had TV for over a month now. You didn't. I can't do it. I can't watch them anymore. Every time I turn on the TV, it's like Trump and all these... I'm not interested.
0: We get a lot of it here in Canada. We turn on the TV and and we get a lot of Trump, but I can't imagine... Oh my God, it's nonstop.
1: Every day is just a crisis. I'm like, no, every day can't be a crisis. I don't want a TV if every day is gonna be a, a crisis. I can't deal with it. So it's done. It's done. There's no cable in my house. How There's does, Hulu, which that, is great. Yeah. There's Netflix. Wonderful. Great. I can buy shows and watch them, but I can't I can't deal with it anymore. It's too stressful.
0: Has there been a change at all in in how you feel with that yeah. alleviated? Oh yeah, yeah, like
1: much more, much more peaceful. I feel like a little out of the loop, but not in anything super important.
0: Yeah, because yeah. you can get that from social media, yeah. presumably. Yeah, and find, find out we'll that he believe this civil war didn't right. really need to start, right. or why and did it start? And I feel like
1: too. Yeah, I feel <laughs> I mean, really. I feel like there's a lot of um, in a couple of days. There's going to be a nuclear war. Like I see that every day and I'm like, okay, well if it ain't happening, let's just shut up because I don't wanna be stressed every day about a nuclear war that's never gonna fucking happen because my dad lived through that yeah. and he's still stressed out about it. Oh man.
0: He still talks about it Did he all have a the bunker? time. Did he have a he like had, a security? He,
1: he remembers his teacher saying, Have a good weekend, we're probably gonna be dead by Monday, don't <laughs> and he was like in the fifth grade and he thought that was it. He talks about it... All. He's t- he tells me that story once a year. <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got rid of the TV. I don't need to hear anything.
0: Are the kids in tune with it at all? Like is no. Has that been a change from They didn't from even Calgary? notice...
1: No, they didn't even notice. That.
0: Oh, with the politics, you mean? Yeah, that? I guess... Yeah, because
1: we are, we're activists now. <laughs> we have yeah, to be actively, activists yeah. now. We have to protest and we have to make signs and we have to go and do things, so... Um, these, these are all great learning things for for them. I wish that I had had activism in my life when I was uh, you know a young kid. Yeah it's nice for them to see people putting you know they you know going out and doing things rather than sitting like everybody in my family just sat around the table and drank wine and complained about shit. Yeah, and we're going like downtown LA and getting into marches and wow. doing all that stuff. It's really LA is a really great city. It's really amazing.
0: And more crystals, I presume. So many crystals. More crystals in Calgary.
1: So many crystals. It's yeah. There's crystal heaven there. I love it.
0: You I love you it. love So many crystals. crystals. You love it. I the, buy them all the time. You do Do you have any crystals in your bra right now? No. Or they're at the like, hotel room. So, oh my gosh. I brought, the, uh, I brought a
1: couple with me. I brought a rose quartz, just for those who are curious, and a Carnelian.
0: Did Spencer Pratt your... your are my good friend that I met yeah. the other day. Did anybody see me
1: actually meet him the other day? Oh my god. Yeah, he really freaked me out. I told him I was gonna be at this coffee shop. I told him I was gonna be at this coffee shop in Carpinteria. And I know he goes to this coffee shop, and I was with my boyfriend, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna be there, Spencer and he was he he didn't respond and we were at the coffee shop and he just came up to me and fully ambushed me oh my gosh but i've been to that coffee shop so many times i didn't think it was ever going to happen yeah yeah it was very funny he's hey, amazing he, he's like he, a char- like a character like a true character a real character with like a good heart but like obsessed with the wrong things yeah yeah <laughs> Like, congratulations on being on the cover of Us Weekly because you're pregnant. Like, that's the most exciting thing to him is that he's on the cover of Us Weekly. Yeah. Like, what? wrong thing to be obsessed with, but like, good heart, good guy.
0: It would be kind of amazing, though, to oh be on God. the cover of Us, Us Weekly. Weekly. <laughs> like, it kind of like... I'm not gonna lie. I that would know. be. I don't know for
1: a baby announcement. I don't that know. That would be. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Okay, we'll, okay. We... we'll agree, agree disagree to disagree on, on that. that one. <laughs> yeah. No big deal. Yeah, that's okay. Um, coffee shops and stuff, like, his. Do you get what my friend calls a uh, short form for recognized, nized? And she says it yeah. like that. Do you get nized a lot? Oh, recognized? Knized. Yeah. You can say nized. You can use it. Um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I like it. I'm but gonna use it. Yeah. Do I get nized a lot? Yeah. Um,
1: I got nized at the Americana. Oh my gosh, yeah, in Glendale the other day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get nized. Well, how does well, how does that um, go down? The last girl. Got so uncomfortable, she didn't walk away, and I felt so bad for her. She was just, she was, tapped me very hard to the point where I was like, w- "Why is my sister here? Because only my sister hurts me." And and she was like, she was like, "Oh my, like oh my God, it's so nice to meet you. And I was like, "Thank you so much for coming up to me and saying hello. It was really nice." And she's like, "I love you so much." Blah blah blah. blah. But then she just kept. Going because she was uncomfortable, like instead of just walking away. And I had thanked her and said it was nice meeting her. And I wasn't, she didn't have her phone out, so she didn't want a picture. So I just kind of was just standing there nodding. And she just kept repeating the same thing over and over and over. Oh my gosh. And she was at work, it was in her place of work. Yeah. I know. I felt so bad for her. Oh. I know. Are the kids I can't, ever You can't sneak away when no. somebody's doing that either. You just have to stand there and wait till they're done.
0: And wait till they're done. I
1: know. And I felt so like bad. Like a dog peeing. Or she was so sweet. Yeah. yeah. You just have to wait. <laughs> I just Let him finish. Wait. Yeah.
0: Let him finish. Yeah. Are the kids they're ever they're there when rising uh, the oh.
1: happens? Uh, yeah, they've been there when nizing happens. And then it's just awkward when the person walks away and they just look at me like Pfft.
0: You're a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You? Are
1: you kidding me? Still nobody cares about you.
0: Still. <laughs> oh yeah. I just think like do you feel like that's there's gonna be a, a, a change no. in the wind and that's no. gonna no. No, no they don't <laughs> care. They're just like, Why
1: would anybody wanna say hi to you? Really? Yes. Kelly Oxford, man. No, that's mom. Ew, that's mom. Gross. Get me a coke. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. What's can for dinner? Can I borrow twenty bucks? Yeah. Yeah. Not even what's for dinner. I'm done with what's for dinner. It's Get out of here. It's can I have twenty bucks or can I Postmates some food? Po- sorry. Do you know what Postmates is? No. Oh my God. What's Postmates? You guys know what Uber is? Okay. So in L. A. Postmates are basically Ubers that aren't working and they will go to any restaurant and get you food and drive it to your house, including like Taco Bell or McDonald's or <gasps> any food at any restaurant. It doesn't even matter what restaurant it is. So my kids are obsessed with it.
0: It sounds amazing.
1: It is amazing, but it's like, there's no more what's for dinner, mom. It's like, I'm gonna Postmates. Postmates. And they've got the app. They've got
0: the technology to do yeah, it themselves. they've got the app to do wow. it. Wow. Yeah. Times are changing. Uh, technology apps, uh, Snapchat, Instagram Stories. I need, uh, I need you to break this down for me. I've okay. resisted Snapchat. This is your medium. This is your art form. I love Recently Snapchat. read Instagram Stories though, since it started, yeah. don't be alarmed, mm-hmm. but it's like sucked a lot of business away mm-hmm. from Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Instagram Stories it is the has. thing. What is it about Snapchat?
1: It's just way cooler. Is it
0: cooler? It's way
1: cooler. I don't know. You can do so much more on it than Instagram Stories is just like a little tag along to Instagram, which is amazing. I don't know. Spencer Pratt and I had a huge talk about this. on... I, <laughs> I wish he was here right yeah. now because he would have a lot to fucking say about Snapchat. But we were just saying that it's so much better. Snapchat's just like a private, its own like special thing. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It's like a little club. Does anybody out here agree with me? Isn't a of people like Snapchat? Okay.
0: Snapchat's better, right? For me, I think because of my age, it was just these like These are my people. After having all these social media things when Snapchat came out, it was just like I Snap- can't do another one. Well and because Snapchat too is isn't
1: I mean I mean it's not like an Apple thing. Like it's not easy to figure out how to how to do Snapchat. They yeah. made it difficult. To, I think, purposefully keep people off, which shouldn't be the point of a new But app. maybe just to
0: keep the right people on. Right.
1: But I don't know how you make money or build from that, but they definitely point. made it difficult to learn because right. I am super tech savvy and it took me a while to figure out. Wow. I was too embarrassed to ask my kids how to do it. But they knew how. Oh, they knew how. But you did
0: it on your own. But I did it on hey. my own.
1: I've been doing it for three and a half years. That's all a on my big own.
0: Big deal. It's a big deal. From all accounts, you do it incredibly well. Thank you. I might get the app you if should. I can figure it's out. So how to, much yeah. fun. You would love it. I watch don't it know, before. So much bed? Anxiety. Oh my god. Before I watched, bed I, I don't watch, you watch you don't screens do before anything? bed. That's dumb. a rule. You can't do that. Don't you read like but you can't look at screens before bed. Really? Yeah, that's, that's a the big... only
1: way I fall asleep. Oh my god. I think you're I think you're psyching yourself out. <laughs> I think you can watch your snap stories before bed. Who else watches snap stories before bed? <laughs> round of applause. Round of applause. Round of applause. See? They all sleep, too.
0: <laughs>
1: you can do it, girl.
0: Let's come full circle. We're running out of time. Uh, Elizabeth Moss was recently profiled in Vulture, and it was a great profile. And she admitted um, to the writer that she planned out exactly what she wore, because her favourite part of any profile is when the right. writer describes you know, everything right. that she was wearing, I got these shoes from here, and she loves reading that, and she just had her fingers crossed that he would ask right. her this, because right. everything had a story. Right? Is there a question... That you're always like, oh God, I hope this idiot asks me this question, oh my God. and then they never ask the question that you're prepared for. You've maybe. Oh, no, that's such a good idea, though. <laughs> I haven't. No, I haven't. There's never haven't. something that you think. No, I just always I'm gonna want just it to be a hit good, this good talk. One out of the. Park. I just
1: always am like hoping that there's like chemistry between me and the person that I'm talking to, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're doing good. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. You're doing good.
0: Yeah. You're doing good. Yeah. You're, doing good. <laughs> you're doing good.
1: That's all I really care about because sometimes there's no chemistry oh, and that's boy. hard. Like That's a jagged road to go down on my hands and knees and bleeding blood behind me as I'm yeah. talking for an hour. It's brutal. Yeah. It yeah. happens.
0: So this went by fast. Like, yeah, you this feel... went by really fast. It's great. It can be brutal. It's great.
1: People don't get along with everybody.
0: Oh shit! I know. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Well, I'm done. Uh, that's oh, yeah. a great spot to leave it. I think cool. we're going to open it up now to the audience. Yeah, let's. You do guys some are going to have some great. Things. Let's do. Let's do it. Let's get this party started. Anybody no? here? Yeah. Anybody? There's a yes. Oh, there's, there's a microphone in
1: the center. If you have any questions. Go to the center, and I'll let you skip to the front of the line for a book signing. <laughs> she, she knows what's up. I know what's up. Girl, you know what's <laughs>
0: up. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is going to be a silly question, maybe. I'm not stalking your children, but yeah. I adore B. Yes. So I'm wondering if there's going to be a B book or anything oh, on B, because I would,
1: I would read it. Great question. Um. <laughs> Holy shit, you guys are B fanatics. <laughs> Uh, well, there was actually a podcast that was in the works with Earwolf oh um, that that we were all really interested in doing, um, and still are interested in doing. Where I have an actual producer come with me every week, and we we just see what's up with B that week, and wow. talk <laughs> about subjects, whatever the subject is that week, uh-huh. um, and you know, with the the. Arc being, you know, what's going to end, what's B going to end up being? Like, what's she (laughs) going to do when she's an adult? And she was really into the idea of the podcast, but then James and I split and I was like, I can't do a fucking podcast with her <laughs> yeah. while we're going through yeah. this. So yeah. it's on like it's on hold right now okay. until things are a little bit more normal for all of us, okay. but um, the podcast would be so much fun. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. I've had friends... I The girl who does my eyelashes, Jackie O'Lashes, <laughs> she's from... She's from- <laughs> She's from Texas and she comes to my house all the time. And B will come out and talk to us. And she goes away and she's like, "Honey, that girl needs a she needs a podcast right now. Let's get her a podcast." Blah blah blah. And so that was why I thought of the idea and went into Earwolf and we figured out an idea together. But awesome! I'll yeah. look forward to it. Thank Great question. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Hi there. Um, Hi. Just uh, you, referring back to, I guess, your troll comment about the trolls and, and you'd responded and how they acted when you responded. And I guess I'm sort of always intrigued or fascinated with the fact that when you c- do try to comment to a celebrity or famous people, um, when you do, you're genuine, you get the hundreds of you're beautiful,
0: you're fabulous, you're wonderful, <laughs> there's no response. But when the negative person does right. say something, they get the response. And I'm always right. curious about why that is, not that I'm a stalker or going right. around no, ho- no, hoping no. for responses <laughs> or anything, but it's just fascinating res- that the negative gets think, the response, I guess.
1: I think I respond to, the, to people more positively than I do negatively. Yeah. Um, if people ask me questions like, what were you wearing, or blah, 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 I generally do answer at least you know two or three times a day. And with the negative people now, I really limit it to bigots, and I'll maybe say something to them yes. if, and let them know they're a bigot.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's fair. Yes. No, but definitely. I do know
1: what you're saying. I think that, that I don't get a lot of that particularly. It's mostly like what are you wearing? Yeah. And I'll answer that. Um, or I saw you here and I'll answer that. But but yeah, you're right. That does happen a lot. You are I the think exception th- that way. I think there's a lot of times where I just see people responding to negative yeah, stuff I think, and it's like well, I what about that, all those people I, I see people saying lovely things. Yes. I think that people are sensitive to and, and um you know, you can get a lot of compliments. And brush them off and be like, oh, that's nice that they think that, but I don't really think that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think a lot of people, and I know a lot of, of like famous people. I'm not bragging right now, but I do know a lot of like beautiful <laughs> famous women. And you can tell them they're beautiful all you want, and they're like, oh, whatever. Like, just let's talk about this. Like, they don't think of themselves as as that, so it's easy to brush off. But then when you see something negative about yourself, you wanna you wanna just go, oh my god, uh, no, because you kind of feel like that too. Yeah. Okay. Good
0: question. Um, Hi. [3] This was a few years ago, but uh, what was
1: your experience like on uh, filming Sharknado? Oh. (laughs) 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 Well, they all took that... So seriously, it was so crazy. Like, the, like I know it was a movie, and it's a lot of money, and you have to take movies seriously. But they took it so seriously. Like, it wasn't even a joke. When I was on set, I thought for sure it was just going to be like a party, and like all the actors would be like, "Ah, oh, this is so much." But they were like serious. Like it was a drama, like a real drama. Which freaked me out because I was like totally ready to party. I'm like Andy Dick's on set that day, like it was gonna be insane and it was gonna be so much fun. And but they were all acting like they were on like a Scorsese movie, which was a little bit of a disappointment. Um, but the scene where I was in the the toilet where I was killed by a shark while I was peeing in the I was in an airplane when a shark went through the airplane to eat me. Um, the turbulence scene, I was very proud of my turbulence acting because um, <laughs> it was all fake. It was all 100% <laughs> acting, there was no turbulence, I was not on a plane. <laughs> uh, very good at turbulence acting. Like bee
0: is good at uh, yeah. fake crime. I can and do turbulence in a toilet.
1: <laughs> very good at it. <laughs> Um, so you touched on it a little bit about growing or not growing up, sorry, um like with what's going on with Trump now and everything. Is there anything that you're kind of wishing that your kids could experience growing up in the states versus what you had when you oh. grew up in Canada? I think they are just with the the activism and getting out and seeing um, me and their dad and all of our friends um, really, you know. Putting ourselves out there and going out and you know, doing the marches and making signs and um, you know going and donating and, and donating our time. Um, th- I think that that's a huge, huge um, gift that they're getting from, from what's actually going on with Trump right now. Um, and it's something that they'll probably hold on to for the rest of their life, I'm hoping. You know, they'll remember this is a time where everybody sort of went crazy (laughs) and decided to go out and do things. So um, that's something that they would never have experienced being in Canada. (laughs) But is there anything like in Canada that you wish they could experience, like from previously, like what you talked about in your last book? Um, Yeah, I really wanted them to go to like camp, but they don't really want to go to camp. So I might not force them to go to camp like I want them to do all that sort of same stuff. Like I wish I had a cabin in camp. They don't really care about that, so I would basically be forcing them to relive my childhood <laughs> with all of those things. I think to you know the um, be like going to like French school is something that I wish I could have put them in. They were in Spanish school when we were in Calgary, um, and now they just speak Spanish. To everybody in LA, so mm-hmm. I I don't and I had never used French. What am I even talking about? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. <laughs> Thank you for the question. <laughs> I've been up since two thirty a.m. LA you're doing time. great. I'm sorry you're doing for great. saying that. No, 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 no. You're okay. You're good. So good. It's so Thank good. good. Thank you. Yeah. Hi. Hello. Um, I just wanted to ask you, being so successful and a voice for women, and lots of young girls looking up to you. Do you have any advice that you would give your younger self? Oh. Good one. Good one. Oh. Probably stop being obsessed with boys. <laughs> Honestly. Okay. Just stop being obsessed with boys. But in terms of mm-hmm. like, maybe like confidence or confidence, growth, things like that. I think it would be around that still, okay. which would be like, figure out what makes you happy rather okay. than focusing on another person to make you happy. Which was like what I did mm-hmm. for sure. Okay.
0: When thank I was you. younger.
1: I've been to a lot of therapy in the last five years. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you.
0: Thank you. And on that the- note, can we oh. have another huge round of applause for Kelly Oxford oh, and you. Jess Allen? For information on more events, check out tpl.ca
1: slash salon.